We are so thrilled to be back with you all after a summer break, and boy, do we have some catching up to do. So we'll meet you at the table. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. Welcome back. Before we jump into our topic today, y'all know how important the metaphorical table and the literal kitchen table is to us. It's into, we hope to you all. (laughs) It's where we gather. It's where we eat meals. It's where we do homework and play games. And for us, it's where we record this podcast. That's right. So enter our sponsor for this episode, Tennessee Woodworks. They are craftsmen for custom farmhouse style furniture. And y'all, they offer a very, very wide selection of furniture for every room of your home. So true. Well, let's focus in on dining rooms since that's where the table is. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Well, for your dining room, they have pretty much everything you could need. Solid oak benches and buffets and servers, dining chairs, dining tables. They do oval tables, rectangular tables. They even have extension leaves. For those large gatherings with your friends oh, and your I love family, that. Yeah. Um, they even have twelve colors of stain. So, okay, that's a big deal. Yeah, so it's oak, which I always think of as going to be light, mm-hmm. but they can stain it any shade you make, need. Make it what you want. They have a server that has a wine rack in it that I love. Oh, that's they call nice. it the Canyon server. Okay, um, so pretty, but a variety of architectural styles if you like you know, your emission style, mm-hmm. or you like, you know, there's just a so, such variety of That's ladder unique. back chairs and all different kinds of things. So go take a look for yourself. See what you need. See what they can do for you at TennesseeWoodworks.com. Or if you're in the Nashville area and you would like to schedule a free in-home consultation, you can contact them through the website We'll also link to them in the show notes as well. So cool. Tennessee Woodworks, we thank you. All right. We have some summer highlights to share with y'all. We thought this might be a good on-ramp back into the rest of this year's episodes because we've gone places, but we've also stayed home and just kind of had some regular old summer days. We've traveled together. We've traveled apart, and we haven't. We've yeah, we've navigated just, the heat of the South. And which that's, sometimes I just stay in the that, house. That's going to be part <laughs> of the things that we found that are real simple to do is what can we do inside? So first, we thought it would be fun to tell y'all about a rooftop that we just loved. In One of the, our favorite moments together this summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So fun. A, a highlight for us together and a highlight rooftop bar moment. So... The Memphian Hotel in Memphis, Tennessee, it's in the Midtown area, has a rooftop bar called Tiger and Peacock, and it is extremely posh, and just imagine velvets and tiger prints and um, 
gold trimmed, you know, uh, just frames and just, I mean. Yeah, every little nook and cranny in there is just got so much personality. Yeah. I'm not even like a big like selfie or like yeah. photo sure. of, of me in a picture. But all the chairs were so cool. I was like, I almost want my picture sitting in each of these cool exactly. chairs. Yeah. And I did see lots of groups doing photos, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. it was just super cool. Mm-hmm. It was. We got tucked away in a little spot and we ordered small plates. That was fun. We yeah. just had a few things that we just shared, including one of the yummiest grilled cheese sandwiches we've ever had because it was I special. Mean, it was it unique. It was very special. It's like, my two favorite things clashing together, I mean, not clashing, but meshing, coming, meshing yes. together. Southern pimento cheese yes, Lord. and Asian kimchi. I mean, who would have thought those, those could would pair? Those would be so delicious together. It's yummy, y'all. So replicate it on your own at home or if you're in the Memphis area, go Definitely over Definitely try that. And then we had a lovely flatbread, oh, basically yeah. a pizza, you know, flatbread. That had pesto and peaches. I love peaches in the summer. Goat cheese and steak. Yeah, it was even a really interesting. It was very good. Yeah, together those flavors were wonderful. But I would say where they really shined were their craft cocktails. Oh my lord. I mean, they really shined with their decor too. Yes. I started out with a sparkling rosé French 75. One of your favorite drinks and is a 70, French 75. Uh-huh. You started out with... Ginger Rosemary Bourbon Smash. Yum. And it was perfection. It was so good. That's I had to order one, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I also tried the Cucumber Elderflower Gimlet. I, I like cucumbery things in the summer. And elderflower is good in everything. I'm drawn to that in any listing of cocktails, for sure. It was just a fun spot. You know, we weren't staying at the hotel, but if you're staying at the hotel, that would be really cool to have a, you know, space to to go up to. It would be so perfect for if you were going to a show or something and you just wanted a little food and a Mm -hmm. fun drink and photo moment. Yes. Perfect for that. It was fun. Rooftop bars are a thing. Oh, like for they're sure. Really popular. In fact, cities often will have like, you know, best rooftop bar in yeah. the city or yeah. something like that. So we give that to the Memphian in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Big thumbs up. Okay, you had a great moment with our mom this summer. So I wanted you to tell I about that. Did. I sure did. Well, we went to um, the Missouri Botanical Garden. Mm-hmm. So, okay, it is it is listed as one of the best botanical gardens in the country. That's awesome. So that was one of the reasons I thought, okay, we'll definitely make time for that on this jaunt. And so um, I did not realize just how massive it was. So that it covers 79 acres. Whoa. And it has, you know, like most botanical gardens, different sections. So the rose garden, the okay. Chinese garden, the Japanese garden, wow. the um, woodland garden, the English, like more formal English garden, like just so many different yeah. areas. Yeah. And then it also had a um, climatron, which is a like enclosed conservatory of tropical rainforest kind of plants. So 
I would say, and they told me this in the beginning, the Climatron and the Japanese Garden are not to be missed. Okay. That Their Japanese Garden alone is 14 acres. Oh, my gosh. Of How are people Are people walking this? So, you did see lots of walkers. Okay. But they also do have, I mean, you're going to have to walk. Right. In this. Right. Um, experience. But they do have a, like, trolley that you can pay five dollars a person to ride okay and it takes you from like section to section okay does that make sense so you're you know gonna have to walk once you get to that section yeah Yeah. but you can ride it multiple times but you can ride it all day for five dollars per person worth it so that i felt like was really worth it yeah um yeah and there's food on the property we actually didn't eat on our there on our trip Mm -hmm. we had Mm -hmm. other plans but um, they do have food options, but it is, it's stunning. Okay. I love it. What was the plant or the something that stood out the most to you? Oh, that's a fun question. I took some, I probably took the most photos inside the Climatron, just seeing rainforest things I had never seen mm-hmm. before. You that's know what I cool. mean? That's cool. Yeah. God's creativity just blows me away when I'm looking at things like that where there's just colors and mm-hmm. directions of you know flowers and um spiky things I mean there's just so yeah. many different textures yeah. and That's yeah awesome. it was amazing I love it so that was a good mom sort for of for sure moment. yeah we both really enjoyed it yeah I had a good family moment that I wanted to talk about we went to the world's first Peppa Pig theme park that is... Oh, that's Jacob's thing. <laughs> the Peppa Pig theme park is located just steps away from Legoland Florida Resort in the city of Winter Haven, which is 45 minutes from Orlando and Tampa. Okay, yeah, I've been to Winter Haven. So it's considered a mid-park, meaning they intend for you to spend half a day there. Like okay. the park is set up, you know... For more than an hour, you know, it's not like a... Yeah, and for the cost, you're going to want to be there more than an hour. Yeah, but it's not a full day experience, so they call it a mid-park. It's only been open six months. Okay. But I thought it was so cool because I got to actually sit down with one of the directors there, and he was telling me, you know, they chose Florida because there's visitors coming from all over the world already for the theme parks in of the area. And, you know, there's just so many experts from entertainers to, like, ride safety experts, engineers, like, landscape artists, everything. They're all already there. So, you know, they, it was a new concept. It's, it really is the world's first Peppa Pig park. You know, she's, she's British. Okay. Yeah. That's what I thought. So, so cute. You know, she's got this cute little British accent. And if you don't know her, it's just very simple drawings. You know, it's very preschool. Her her little family, they're the characters. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's very preschool focused. And I just thought it was the most, the cutest little park because everything there was also very simple. Like, just translated directly from the show. But and geared for his age, which so many parks, it's like, you can't do that. You're not tall enough for that. You're exactly. Not, but this is, like, geared for that yes. age. Yes. So, go just have at it. Yes. If you've been to a theme park that has, like, a kitty section or a kitty land, you yeah. don't have to, like, have your preschool age child 
see the big rides and kind of wish they were bigger. Yeah. This is all that they're focused on. So, so sweet. From that perspective, it was awesome. And they're really pleased. They said that it's a concept that's really working. So cool. even in just the little six months that they've been open, that it's going well. And I thought this was cool. They partnered with the International Board of Credentialing and Continuing Education Standards to open as a certified autism center. That's cool. So in order for them to earn this accreditation. Accreditation. Thank Uh you. (laughs) They had to, the park has conducted staff-wide autism sensitivity and awareness training. They did a sensory guide that features a review of every attraction, providing insight on how a child with sensory processing issues may be affected by each of the five senses Uh like it's it's a real rigid process and so i just congratulate them on you know opening themselves to even just the inclusion of those sorts of children and those special needs but you know they're excited to welcome preschool age families and legoland like i said is just steps away so you could what is the age group for that do you know i mean i feel like kindergarten and up really a lot of eight-year-olds I feel like that's kind of a sweet spot but yeah even 10 12 even into yeah yeah even into the tween age Mm -hmm. I think a lot of kids or boys especially I think love that building yeah so anyway it was super fun and then I got to we also had a very big treat we got to take our son to Disney for the first time to the Magic Kingdom yes so we walked you know 15,000 steps or something crazy like that and he did so good his little legs just went everywhere with us he really didn't crash until the very end of the day when we were getting back on the um the tram or whatever the thing Uh is called that takes you all around and Back to your parking space. They have 50,000 parking spaces. Well, what I was thinking is you all wanted to crash, just you're not allowed to when you're the adult. (laughs) But you all wanted to crash by that point. I can promise you. We were still uh, stuffing ourselves with cotton candy. And they do have this Dole Whip ice cream treat there. It's like a pineapple-y kind of citrusy ice cream that was just so refreshing so we were still eating like sugar at like 11 p.m just to like get ourselves home but it was i mean how can you not have a fun highlight at at the magic kingdom that's right so i love that he got to see peppa pig though because that's his that's his character he loves right now and he did get to meet woody oh yeah he got a high five from woody at one of the pop-up parades that they do there at the Magic Kingdom, so that was special. It helped that um, our friend could tell that that was about to happen, a pop-up parade. She's been enough to know that. Yeah, if you have a friend (laughs) or a loved one that is familiar with Disney, tap into their resources. And their Because there is so much to be thinking about. (laughs) I'm just overwhelmed by it all. So, yeah. That does help. There's a lot of pre-planning to do, and then even in real time things to know so if you've got you know the inside the advantage of, a... <laughs> of knowing anyone that is close to those sorts of intel tap into it all right so that was some big moments <laughs> what else sometimes those um are the highlights but sometimes little simple things are too right yeah well 
I one of my simple pleasures this summer. I I, I know I'm showing my age when I I keep always talking about feeding my birds, and. <laughs> All of that, all that goes with that. But it really is just brings me so much joy to see that in my yard. So I have a new plant that okay. my friend Leslie gave me. It's called Bergamo or ber- Bergamot. I'm not sure okay. how you say it. Okay. Anyway. Oh, like the T might be silent on the end. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure if it's Bergamot or Bergamot. Anyway, okay. It has a, it, it looks like it's in the mint family from the okay. leaves and everything. Um, it has blooms. The one I have, the blooms are kind of a purpley kind of color. Pretty. And I think that's been attracting some butterflies and bees and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I love to touch it when I walk by. It just smells so good. You have it in a pot or is it planted in, it the, in ground? the ground? Okay. And um, it's doing pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I have another um, new plant that was a bulb. Mm hmm. I planted several and only three of them popped up. So I don't know what makes but all of so that hard so to interesting. Know. But yeah. anyway, it's called Liatris, I think. Okay. Anyway, I put that over near the hummingbird feeder because okay. I wanted to kind of attract some hummingbirds. And um, and I've been trying to be faithful. When it's this hot, you're supposed to change the syrup out every couple of days. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Okay. And so I've been trying to, what I did was just make a big thing of simple syrup. Okay. Stick it in the fridge. And then every few days I just put some, not like okay, fill it up. changing the whole thing just out. just put okay. some in there. Okay. And they've been coming and that's Aww. been joyful for me of just watching those little hummingbirds So come. wonder, is it the same one coming or like how, how much are they moving around? Yeah, I, that I don't know. I have seen two close together where I knew there was two. Yeah. Like, okay. Okay. But I don't know. Is there just two and they're coming frequently? Right. Or is there, I don't like, know. Are they moving on and how much that. of a space of, or a span of like land? Yeah. And, and would they come and then in five minutes come again? Maybe. Yeah. You know. It's not like they're there very long. They can't yeah. be getting that much. Yeah. Anyway, I love that's one of my simple. That toys. is simple, and those that's that can be a summer highlight too. I have a very simple. And summer. I can watch them from the air conditioning if I want to. <laughs> true. Because of my kitchen window. That's and true. Y'all, it's hot. So it is. So we speaking of hot, we bowled. Bowling oh. is just like. I feel like a go-to summer activity. Had Jacob ever done that? No. I didn't think so. He's and just he four. did so good. So in our bowling alley, they have the main lanes. Uh-huh. But they have an arcade. And it has, I think it's four shorter lanes that also have those bumpers up. Yes. But they have small balls. Oh, so okay. imagine maybe like the size of I'm trying. I'm showing you with my hands, Laney. Bigger than a softball. Bigger than oh yeah, yeah, like a couple of inches wider in diameter than a, a softball. softball, but kind of a similar. Well, it's a little heavier than a softball too, but manageable for yeah. sure for preschoolers. And he picked one of them up. Because somebody had walked away from their game and, like, was not playing it anymore. So oh. it was still set up. He throws it, throws a strike. Uh-uh. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Do you love bowling? And he was like, "This that was cool. You know, like, he was kind of embarrassed. Like, he didn't really know. And so I was like, yes, I really want him to 
love bowling because I love bowling. Uh-huh. And so we did, you know, we went to the big lanes because we had some older, nep- the older nephews with us. But with the bumpers up and they have those... Oh, um, like a trainer kind yeah. of Yeah. What do you call that? Like this it's big... Like feeds it in yeah. to the middle or where you want it to it's be. It's like a big walker that you yeah, kind of yeah. move over that's got this I ramp. I have seen kids do that before. So between the bumpers and that, I mean, he broke 100. I think he did like 116 or something. So he was like second or third place. So cute. In our, in our family that was bowling. Good to know. But that was so wonderful and nice and cool. Of course, it's, you know, we're like racking up quite a bill between the arcade and bowling and shoes for everybody. And um, anyway, so yeah, that was fun. And then we we had this moment where I was like, um, I need to figure out something for Jacob to do with our dad. You know, he's not like going to combat the heat for a right. long time. He's not going to do a lot of walking. But the city was doing a fishing day over at the public, uh, one of the public parks that has a pond. Yes. Catch and release. And so they provided these really simple poles. Okay. And they had worms. So cute. And so. Like the basics. They were like, just come, you know, for like an hour or, you know, 90 minutes or so. We're going to be set up, have worms for the kids. And so, I mean, it was the most simple fun. But it was priceless really it really is and our dad uh loves to be on water yeah any sort yeah so that's so fun yeah he got to do that yeah. and i i got to see a couple of the pictures that you put up oh i know priceless priceless and again kind of like throwing a strike when he first bowled like he within seconds caught i was like now wait a minute <laughs> I want you to know that, like, one of the main sort of character-building traits that fishing teaches you is patience. That's right. And you didn't have to wait. <laughs> you got lucky because you get what you want so often, so it's hard to teach you life lessons because... That's hilarious. You have such favor in everywhere you go. But, yeah, it was really sweet and just reminded me that we live in such a unique, special place that our city would even offer such a offer thing. for that. Yeah. I know. That yeah. is so special. Well, um, oh, we had another fun father moment. moment. I was going to say, I had a fun moment with Dad this summer, too. Um, I had a client that mm-hmm. told me about a very unique dining experience. Okay. That intrigued me. And that was um, at this place in Leapers Fork in Franklin. Okay. There's a uh, guy there that makes, he does a lot of country hams. Okay. Um, he, oh, yeah, yeah. You okay, know, yeah. cures hams and... Um, smokes meat, makes sausage, and all of that. So I had seen his place before, Ernie Greer's hams. Okay, where the I had seen a sign yeah. for yeah. that. Yeah, and it's like, like sign, like meaning like a banner, like a little <laughs> very small sign. Yeah, in, in his front yard of his home, yeah. where he lives. But I had so I had never really stopped because yeah. that wasn't anything I needed, and so. Um. When this person was telling me about the dining experience, I was like, now, I've seen this country ham place. Is that? And he said, yes. On the weekends, they do, um, you have to make a reservation, but they do a dining experience there. And you, he said, it's one of the best steaks you'll have in your life. <laughs> now, see, that's a moment where you're like, if this was a stranger telling me this, I would probably write this off. Right. 
but you but knew I this trust person. This guy. Yeah. And he, um, and I said, well, that's so funny. I didn't know it was a restaurant. And he's like, well, it's kind of one of those like word of mouth things. I love so, it. That's why you didn't know that. Underground secret kept, yeah. So um, we went. Mm -hmm. We took um, your whole family Mm -hmm. and then me and dad for Father's Day. Father's Day, Day. yeah. And so I thought that was fun even to celebrate both Philip and dad. And um, you can bring your own wine or alcohol with you because they don't have any kind of liquor license. Now, that's really nice if you're eating a steak. Yeah. Because there are a lot of people that like to pair a nice wine with their steak. And if you're at a steakhouse, well, if you're anywhere, wine is so marked up. Right. So that that intrigued me, too, because I thought, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, but what's so unique about this, okay, so first let's just talk about Ernie Greer, who's the cook and the owner. Mm -hmm. Total overalls. T-shirt, Tennessee mm-hmm. T-shirt, Tennessee hat is kind of mm-hmm. what he's known mm-hmm. to just a country boy to wear. Yep, and walks around, checks on you, mm-hmm. like in his little overalls mm-hmm. before he's taking the steaks back in the back to uh-huh. to cook. Um, just very down home for sure. Wait staff, yeah. But the thing that I think is the most funny is you're having this delicious steak, and it's served on a paper plate, (laughs) and the tables are like pop-up chairs, Uh like Like you'd see at the fellowship hall Uh of the church. Uh So, just a very unique dining experience, but we had a good time. It was a a good quality steak. It was. It was really good food, and then how funny, they! we didn't know we'd be sitting at the table that was right next to the toys. Oh, they even had toys for kids. That kept Jacob entertained. There are grandparents in the house. That's right. They know, hey, kids And boy, were there. Yeah. Right, like lots of gray hairs in there. That was kind of the crowd, wasn't it? And I loved that... Our dad was like almost shoulder to shoulder with other men his age, and they all had like the a same nice dress shirt, dress shirt, so button cute. up dress shirt, you know, just like that Pants generation. Yep, khakis. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Um, nice dress shoes. So they cute. just know how to dress. Yes. That was really fun. That was fun. So Ernie Greer's. That was a good, good call and a good special treat for Father's Day. Yeah. Well, those were some good highlights. We just wanted to sort of throw out, here's what we've been here's up to. Here's what we've been doing while we haven't been sitting with you. We've been up to a lot more, but you'll just hear more as the days the unfold. And uh, we can't wait to spend more time with you. We do have lots of upcoming episodes that are going to include more great Southern culture, uh, food, history, the people of the South the things that we love about living here and even when we travel we just love coming back home we do so with that being said laney peace be with you and also with y'all